0: your baby leaves you all alone And calls you on the phone Don't Welcome to like the art I studio. Cried? I am your host, Dan Don't Burke. Like I hope all of you are having a great day in your art studio, I and I, I hope I the art is well. coming out well. What a fantastic summer it's been. In 2015, I have to say, uh, this time last year, I was sick as could be, contemplating the end of my life, writing out my will, too sick to work, and a year later, everything has changed. Such experiences help reinforce many of the things we already know. Life is a very precious thing. Your health is a precious thing. You have to safeguard it. And that our adventure here on earth could be up at any moment. (laughs) And you have no uh, warning, usually. This year, several people around me have passed. And some of them quite suddenly. Several of my friends... Are in the middle of terminal diseases. Each person sort of handles the end of their life differently. How they face it. How they feel about it. I don't have any words for, of wisdom about it. Except that wherever you are. Whatever you're doing. As I often suggest. Get out there and do it. Don't wait. We think we have So much time to play with But we really don't A really smart guy Gave me some advice That I'll pass on to you He said You know You need to make plans Go to college And so on and so forth You know, educate yourself Put yourself in a position where you want to be He said, but in reality You can't make a plan Much over a year at best. Now you can have plans for the following year, like to go back to college and so on and so forth. He goes, but so many things happen. So many things happen that it really is hard to stay on course on one distinct course for a very long time. Easier when you're young, harder when you're older. And that is absolutely true. Oh my gosh. Is that true? I remember When I was in college, young, strong, thinking things would never end. And all at once, I lost everything. Mostly, uh, when I refer to that, I mean my health. Completely and utterly lost it. You can be struck down at any moment. Anything can happen. What this did for me is rather than make me angry and bitter, it may be appreciative of the time I have and the things I have. Over my lifetime, I've lost some precious things, and I don't mean objects. And, you know, these people have made a big impression in my life, and I think about them, and even small encounters have sometimes made a huge, huge impression on me. I wish I could give you something that could help you to go on and be a success in what you want to be, because I feel that each person inside them has the great potential to be whatever they want to be. I really, really believe that. I have seen it so many times, people with absolutely nothing that you would feel going for them, quote unquote and they are able to achieve amazing results not long ago somebody in the special olympics set a world record not just for a person who is you know has special handicaps but for anybody they set a world record i can't recall what the event was the point is of course is that if you had to lay down the odds when somebody who is, you know, handicapped at five years old and you say, Well, what do you think of the odds of this person, you know, training and going to the Olympics are and winning a gold medal or setting a world record? You'd say, What an absolute ridiculous thing to even suggest. No chance. I'll admit that there's definitely pie in the sky thinking, poor planning and all sorts of things that separate us from what we want. And you know what? I've come to the conclusion that it's often not our fault. We are given an incomplete complete set of tools. School doesn't prepare us. Our parents aren't educated enough to then educate us and prepare us. So we go off into the world just like innocent, innocent children, and we have to learn step-by-step step everything the hard way. And that has literally been my experience for me. And I think that's one of the reasons I sit here and speak with such confidence in the art studio. And I speak with this the way I am now all the time. In other words, if I have an opinion, I pretty much believe it. It's because I've gone out onto the ice, the thin, thin ice, and I've fallen through. And I know where the dangerous spots are. And I know how dangerous it can be. So when I come back and say, hey, listen, there's some thin spots in the ice out there. Be careful. Take my advice. Do this. That's really what I'm speaking from is life experience. I just didn't read about the theory of life in the book. I've lived it. And that's why I think some of my advice is valuable for you, the listeners of the art studio. And not just about art, but in life and everything else. And that's why I think it's important that you know that you may again not be able to get every single thing that you want, but you can actually get what you want. You got to reinvent yourself. You got to retool. You got to make plans. You got to be flexible because things change fast and it's hard, hard to stay on course. But I think it's possible to achieve almost anything you want. If you could just get a roadmap or a blueprint in the mail that said, Hey, you want to be, you know, editor of Time magazine, here's how you do it, here's the steps. Well then that's how you do it. But that's not often the case. There's so many factors out there, you know, it's just incomprehensible. So what you do is is you aim really high. I mean really, really high. I would just aim as high as you could possibly imagine and then just work from there. You know, you may not be able to come become the greatest artist or the greatest writer, but you can become an artist and you can become a writer. And in that, you know, trying to achieve your best, trying to be your best, be your best self, I think in that creation you find what we call happiness. I think that's what it's about. I talked about it last time on the show, and that is that the journey has to be the thing because it isn't where you arrive. You know, putting off happiness for someday is a mistake. You've got to find a way to make yourself happy now. I'm not saying life shouldn't have sacrifice. And you can't have discipline and work. But you've got to figure out a way to make yourself happy, if you can. I know some people that sort of checkmate themselves. They give, them, they give themselves an impossible task or impossible situation that they want to achieve. And since they never get that, they're never able to enjoy the things they do achieve or they do have. Because they always feel like they're falling short. You know, it's like winning, uh, you know, Mr. Universe, but not winning Mr. America, so you're upset about it. You know, Mr. Universe was not enough. You know, it's, it's the not enough syndrome, sort of. And people who have the not enough syndrome, or the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence syndrome, they never are happy. Because it turns out, when you're on the other side of the fence with the new grass, it's just the same, or different, but the same. The change has to come from ourselves. That's the only way to effect real change in our lives and make ourselves happy. I have mostly floundered, mostly, mostly through my life, making one horrendous mistake after another, and then like a big ship correcting course. When I think back on some of the bonehead moves I made, It makes my blood run cold. It really does. Each of us sort of bounces into each other like a molecule and then spins off. And sometimes we collect energy from those molecules. Sometimes they drain us. Sometimes they spin us off in a new direction that's good. Sometimes not. But each person you encounter, each experience, has, I think, a cumulative effect on us. No doubt about it. I want the art studio and our relationship to have a cumulative effect on you that, if possible, makes your life better. And that, the best advice I can give to anybody is try to look around you and see what you have and see the good things and enjoy the hell out of them. Whatever it is, if you have, you know, someone in your life that's special, spend time with them. If you have something that you love to do, go do it. Life is just a short, short thing. And I harp on this, you know, periodically, but I really, really believe it. When I was young, I read a book about programming your mind for sports. And how people would hypnotize themselves and do auto-suggestion and do all sorts of things. And it came to pass that you really can program your brain like a computer to be a certain way, feel a certain way, and even achieve certain things. It's quite amazing. It's kind of like running tapes. And I'm sure you've heard this before. You can run positive tapes for yourself. Or you can run negative tapes for yourself. You get to choose what tapes play in your mind. That's the truth. You get to choose the voice that plays in your mind. Listen to an old and experienced voice that is playing in your mind right now. Life is hard, and there's a lot of sacrifice, and there's loss. But it's also a wonderful, joyous thing, a gift given to us, And we get to choose how we use it. So whatever you choose to do, whatever you want to do, I think you really got to find a way to do it. And I hope, I really do hope right now that you're doing it. Or at least you're making steps forward to make it happen for yourself. Again, shoot high and then work with what happens. I'll leave you with one more thing that I think about a lot and I've talked about this before. I've bitten off more than I can chew and I have gotten into metaphoric airplanes and crashed hard. I've burned up. I've lost a lot of things. I can't always say the risk was worth it But I have to say that the most regrets I have in some ways are the risks I didn't take. And I'm really glad that there were certain ones I did take. And I learned more from my failures than I ever learned from my successes. And that is a weird thing. You wouldn't think it would be that way, but it is. I think with another 50 years on this planet, I could figure things out, but who knows? Probably not. The summer of 2015 is coming to a close. You should go out and have some fun. Get away from the art table. Go out and do some stuff. Have a good time. But when you return to the art table, come back to it with a free mind. Create art that you enjoy creating. Love what you do. Art is a love affair that can last your whole life. I've had the art creation thing since I was little. Who knows what it is? Maybe I'm searching for approval. Maybe I just like drawing. I don't know. But I love it. And it has filled a place in my life unlike anything else. In some ways it centers me. It's something I can always come back to. I'm afraid of the day that I won't be able to create. But I know it'll come. So, while I've got the chance, I'm going to create like hell. (laughs) And I think you should do the same. You know, think different about your art. Make it a party. Make it An awesome thing to do like checking into an awesome hotel make it fun for yourself make life fun for yourself don't wait for gosh sakes don't wait every time I come to different crossroads in my life I come to the same exact conclusions, I really do you know, I sat down and talked about something completely different tonight, but it went this way. I always tell my young students that you're going to meet 100 people, None out of those 100, 95, you know, will think you're, you know, okay, sort of indifferent, two of them will absolutely hate you, and three of them will absolutely love you, and there's not much you can do about any of that. So you could be a circus clown, you could be a jet pilot, you could be an artist, you could be anything. Out of the next hundred people you'll meet, 95 will think you're okay, two will absolutely hate you, and three will think you're absolutely awesome, no matter what you do. So your goal in life is to find the three people out of the hundred that think you're awesome. Those are the people who should be your friends, those are the people you should hang out with, and those are the people you should marry. (laughs) I have often done none of those three things, and I speak from experience. It's just so much easier to facilitate relationships with people that actually like you and that you actually like, as opposed to trying to make someone like you or talk them into it. It doesn't work. For whatever reason, there's going to be people you meet who will not like you. Like some people don't like sauerkraut or spinach. They're just not going to like it. And for whatever reason, they're not going to like you. Could be the tone of your voice. Could be the color of your hair. Could be the color of your car. Who knows? But it doesn't matter. What matters is is that you never worry about it for a second. Not for a second. You... I'm I'm not. I'm telling you this as absolute fact. You do not have my permission to worry about it. It's a direct order. So when people give you a hard time who are unreasonable or complete idiots or whatever their issue is, just ignore it. They're just one of those people that for whatever reason aren't going to be your fan. Never think of it again. Ever. Just move on to another place. Don't ever think about the people that don't get it, don't want to get it, aren't interested. They're not your crowd. And that's okay. They're somebody else's crowd. There's more than enough crowds and friends and people. It's plentiful for all of us. So remember that. That's something I, I always tell my young students, and it's absolutely true. And helps them understand that when they meet people who are just naturally mean or angry or pissed off at them, that it has nothing to do with them. They just met one of the three out of a hundred that doesn't like them or is generally pissed off all the time anyway. And the best thing to do is just move on and find the people that are happy and are nice and are enjoying their life and make them your friends. You will be like your friends. Look around you. If you see successful, happy people around you, if those are your friends, then that's who you will be. It's a very important thing to think about. Have a fantastic summer of 2015 as the summer comes to a close. It's been a fantastic year up to this point. I always consider the year sort of coming to a point in September. I don't know why. I guess because in America... We go to school in September, and for me it always feels like the year starts here in September. It really does in many ways. I went to see The Man from U.N.C.L.E., just a beautiful, stylish film, right out of the 1960s. I really enjoyed it. For those of us that, you know, loved Goldfinger and Thunderball and movies like that, it's not as spectacular as that, but it has that feel of the old-time Secret Agent movies. And the style was absolutely gorgeous. What a, what a fun movie. I really enjoyed it. Have a wonderful summer. Go out and have fun. And when you come back to the studio, do things you love, okay? That, that's the message. So important. It seems like everybody should just follow that advice and things would work out perfectly. Have a wonderful, wonderful close to your summer 2015 And I will see you in a few weeks. We'll be back here in the art studio having fun, doing art, doing all kinds of stuff, and uh, it's going to be a blast. I have been painting and drawing and just carrying on like a crazy man. And uh, I'm back on vacation once again, so that's where I'll be. And I'm just going to be chilling. And uh, boy, it feels good to do that. feel so blessed. What a fantastic year it's been. Have a fantastic day in your art studios you and carry like on. Alrighty, bye bye. Don't you feel like crying? Well, here I am, a hundred. Come on, you're crying. When you're all alone, in your lonely room, lonely